Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 105 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and because I haven't been on here since Thanksgiving, let me take this opportunity to wish you all a happy belated Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a great holiday weekend and that you got to spend some quality time with family and friends. Thanksgiving has always been one of my favorite holidays, and we got a little bonus Thanksgiving this year. My my wife and I um, started dating when we were in eighth grade, uh, believe it or not. So growing up, we, we always celebrated with both of our families. Hers would do the Thanksgiving dinner around noon, so we would uh, do the first meal at her house, and then mine always had a more traditional Thanksgiving dinner, so I've always been used to having two meals on Thanksgiving Day. Once we got married and our siblings got married, it complicated things a little bit, so we started celebrating with her family on, on Thanksgiving Day, and then my family the next day on Friday. Well, this year, it turned out that neither of our families were celebrating on Thanksgiving, so we did a smaller dinner with just the four of us, my family, on Thursday, then celebrated with my family on Friday, and then her family on Saturday. So we had back-to-back-to-back days of eating this year, and in the moment, I I wasn't complaining at all. I was uh, enjoying it, but by by Sunday, I was pretty sick of uh, of turkey and stuffing. But needless to say, isn't this just the most wonderful time of the year? Despite the cold temperatures, I I love this time that starts at Thanksgiving and runs all the way through the end of the year. I love the lights and the music and the presents and the family time. It's really a, a magical time that you don't you don't get throughout the rest of the year. So I, I try to slow down and take it in as much as I can. And I hope that um, all of your holiday seasons are off to a great start. Let's take a quick look back at a few of the Disney Cruise stories that we've missed since the last show. Probably the biggest news came just a couple days after uh, my last one was released. On November 17th, Disney Cruise Line announced that it will be requiring full vaccinations for all guests ages 5 and older um, on all of its cruises beginning on January 13th, 2022. All, all other pre-cruise guidelines that we've, uh, that we've become used to have remained in place, uh, and there was no end date announced for, for this requirement. What was interesting to me is that despite being pretty much the last one to adopt 
new uh, health and safety guidelines up to this point. Disney Cruise Line was the first in the cruise industry to come out with this particular policy. Um, other cruise lines have since adopted a, a similar one, but it, it just it seemed a little strange to me that Disney went first this time. The Disney Wish float made its debut in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which I thought looked great. It was fun to see a bunch of the characters on board, and I thought Jordan Fisher's performance was good. Um, the song wasn't as catchy as I was hoping it would be, but we all definitely still enjoyed it, and we liked seeing some, uh, some Disney Cruise representation in the parade this year. At Destination D23, two brand new Disney Wish stage productions were announced, The Little Mermaid and Seize the Adventure. Uh, I've been trying to find it, but I'm pretty sure I said either on this show or on a show that I was a guest on that The Little Mermaid was a show that I, I thought would be fun to see in the Walt Disney Theater. So I don't want to say that I called this announcement, but I'm not saying I didn't call it either. <laughs> so uh, if I can find that, I'll, I'll, I'll point it out, but I, I haven't had any luck so far. But anyway, later on, they released some actual details about the show, and I think it sounds pretty cool. Uh, I did hear from some who said they were hoping to have some representation from some of the newer movies, which I can totally, totally relate to. I would have loved to see a Moana show, and I think they could totally make an amazing stage production out of that one, especially with its amazing soundtrack. But I, I think they'll do a great job with The Little Mermaid, and, and I'm excited for it. The other show, Seize the Adventure, will be a show featured during the first night on board. And based on the details that were announced, it sounds like it's going to be one of those shows that has a, a basic storyline with lots of characters and, and classic Disney songs mixed in. Except this time, Goofy is going to be the main character. So I'm excited for this, and uh, I think it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And just one more quick thing about D23. I... I thought it was kind of a dud this year overall. We've been we've been used to getting some pretty big announcements from D23 over the last couple of years, and I was really hoping we'd get some more stuff about the Disney Wish. Yes, we did get the stage shows, but I was I was hoping for something a bit more exciting. Even the stuff we got about Walt Disney World and the rest of Disney property, I didn't think was that great. I still um I still feel like they're holding some stuff back about the wish, which maybe they're doing intentionally, but based on the, the slow drip of reveals that we've been getting, I thought they, they might be saving something big for D23. Oh, well. And lastly, for all intents and purposes, the construction of the Disney wish is all but complete, uh, which is really exciting. The Disney Parks blog shared the update last week, and the final block... Um, excuse me, shared the update that the final block has has been mounted along with uh, a really cool time lapse of the construction. So I would definitely encourage you to go check that out if you haven't seen it. So now that the construction is all but complete, they'll be working on kind of the fine details over the next couple months. But really, it, it, it won't be long until she's out of the shipyard and on her way over here to the United States. So that is certainly very exciting. All right, let's get into today's show. So I have a lot of bucket list cruises that I'm hoping to do one day, but one that is near the top of my list is the Panama Canal Cruise. I just love the idea of being on the ship for 13 or 14 nights, visiting some unique ports of call, and really just kind of navigating through the canal itself. It just it seems so cool. The pictures and the videos that I've seen, it's just, it's a, it's a, 
seems like a cool experience. I am a, a little bit concerned that the Panama Canal cruises will be going away sometime over the next couple of years with the expansion of the fleet, but there's there's no question that it remains one of the most popular itineraries that Disney Cruise Line offers. I believe there's only one more on the schedule for now, which would be a westbound cruise in the spring of 2022, but I can't even search for Panama Canal cruises online because if they do exist, <laughs> they're all sold out. So uh, I, I'll have to go back and, and verify all that uh, after this. But anyway, my guest this evening just returned from sailing the 14-night eastbound Panama Canal cruise departing from San Diego, which was a, a unique experience beyond just the itinerary. And we'll get into that a little more in a second. But before we get there... I would like to welcome Tim onto the show. Hey, Tim, thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Wes. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. So, I I think before we get started, this this cruise was sort of a, a long time coming for, for you and your wife. Is, isn't that right? Yeah, and for most of the passengers, it seemed like we talked to, everyone had first booked 2020. Gotcha. And uh, we booked, I think, opening day for a year and a half ago. Yep. Or about two and a half years ago for uh, for 2020. 2020. Yep. And of course, <laughs> you know, we all know what happened yep. in that time. And so, it, you know, we had been awaiting this, you know, and been planning for it for two and a half years when it ultimately went. And it was still in doubt, probably... I mean, I almost almost everyone on the cruise didn't believe it was going to happen right. until we were boarding practically. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I remember, uh, you know, we had a few back and forths right before you we were about to leave, and you're, you know, the the feeling was that I can't believe this is actually happening. So, no question, you were excited to finally get on this cruise. One thing that I have always wondered and have been curious about is how how I would be able to handle being on a cruise ship for 14 nights. I mean, that is two full weeks on board a cruise ship. So just what are your thoughts on being on, on board for that long? You know, not necessarily getting into any of the details, but just overall, what's it, what's it like being on a, on a cruise ship for two weeks? It, it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> okay. Our, our last cruise that we did two years ago was an eight nighter. Mm -hmm. And so when we, you know, got off that, we thought, oh yeah, we can do definitely a 14, you know, because yeah. you're, you're still anxious to finish, you know, it was like at the end of eight nights, oh, it was great. We'll still want more. And it's like all the seven nighters, you, you know, it's always so hard to go, but to be honest, probably 14 would be about my limit. I would do it again in an instant, sure. but I probably, if someone suddenly said, here's a, three week cruise, I'd go, Oh, I don't know. That might be a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> right. much, yeah. but I mean, you know, the people and activities, just like we all know at, on a Disney cruise is fantastic. So, you know, it really, it went by in a blink. It wasn't till the end was like, Oh, we're sad to see people go. Sure. But you know, it was like, Oh, it'll be nice to get home again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I, I can imagine, you know, being on the ship for that long and there being so few people on board that you, you probably see some familiar faces quite a bit. Is that, is that right? Oh, definitely. And being a smaller ship anyway, right. we noticed that we had done, you know, a couple of years ago, another trip on the wonder and you really get into a groove with the certain people. 
And it, it was even more so on this one just because of the so few people on it. But, uh, you know, and even on the big ones, you two, everyone goes to the same lounges in the evening, kind of about the same time yeah. Yeah, or yeah. hangs out at the same pools about the same time. So you, you get to you get to know people. And that was that was the sad thing, you know, like, oh, we're, we're leaving these people. Exactly. This, this, yeah. this tough part. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Um, could you tell us what your actual itinerary was? I mean, I know it's a, it's a long one. So well, not really because it was 14 That's true. days. That's true. A lot of, of sea days. Eight were sea days and one was the Panama Canal and you don't get off at the Panama Canal. I mean, it's listed as a stop. It was originally supposed to have another, it was, I think Grand Cayman. Mm. But that got, they were yeah. totally closed off. So we didn't go there, but we did do, we went to Cabo first and then Puerto Vallarta and then four sea days in a row. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and then the Panama Canal and then Carnega, Colombia, another sea day and um, Cozumel. And so that was it. So, you know, you, you always think it's a luxury on the seven nighters to have two sea days in a row right. and to basically have five in a row and, <laughs> yeah. and, and others scattered throughout yeah. in there was, was quite the, quite the treat. Sure. Yeah. So I, I mentioned in the intro that it was, you know, a bit of a unique experience beyond just what the itinerary was because this cruise was requiring a hundred percent vaccination for all guests, right? So, you know, you definitely didn't have any kids under 12 years old because, you know, nothing was approved for that age group at the time. Um, what was it, what was it like on board with, you know, the kind of the, the, de the passenger demographic? I mean, I, I, I got to imagine there weren't that many kids, even ages 12 to, you know, 17. No. Um, I know they said the youngest was 13. Okay. And you would see some of them every now and then, but I think, you know, it almost felt at times like the old people retirement crews. <laughs> sure. One, I mean, I, they're usually not many kids are on this one to begin True. with just because of the length yep. and it, they, they do it during school times. They would never do it over Thanksgiving break, for instance, because that's a, a prime week for them. And so, you know, normally it's a low num number anyway. And let's just say, the front of the ship was a lot heavier during the day on those sea days than the back. You know, that's a um, funny way to put it. Yeah, and you know, our first reaction and to do it was like, oh, we'll be able to watch you know cartoons on Funnel Vision during the day because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, you know it, there was not many people there at the family pool. I mean, there was always some, and, sure. and most of us were all watching cartoons you yeah, know there'd yeah. be maybe one or two people in the pool and then but i think is most of the are were experienced cruisers or many times so everyone was used to going to the adult area and so really to go i mean okay if you were in the middle of the sh you know, at the family pool you'd have the noise of the funnel vision or if you stayed in the very back at the kitty area it was you know dead quiet yeah. you know every now and then one of us would you know go down the slide <laughs> <laughs> nice. i think at one point there were two of us in line for the slide was the no <laughs> busiest i ever saw oh it. that's funny that is really funny. The lifeguards were bored, you know. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, so it was, I mean, and the kids seemed to, the handful of teenagers that were on there, and I really honestly, so there were, I think, 908 total 
passengers when they announced. And to put that in perspective, that would be there's like 950 crew members. So there were more crew than passengers. Yeah, right. on oh, my goodness. Wow. And, you know, the, the, there were kids. I mean, we would see them at some of the deck things and, you know, in, in dinner. But I think they were all like, oh, we don't want to hang out with all these boring old people. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, did you talk to me about the port of San Diego? What was your experience there? And, and did you I can't remember. Did you fly in the day of or did you get in the night before? We went in the night before. Uh, I'd forgotten I'd been to San Diego once before, and you know the airport is right downtown. Yeah. And we booked a hotel that we learned about from the cruise group, you know, people that had done this before, and it was literally across the street from the port. The hotel seemed to be mostly filled with people wearing Disney garb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other cool thing was the cruise right before us was cut down by a day so when we landed, the ship was already there. Oh, cool, yeah. So we got, I mean, when I say the hotel was across the street, it was across the street. Yeah. So we were, you know, you, you know, we were wandering around. It was a wonderful area to explore for the day. We took the ferry across to um, Coronado Island and, you know, walked around there and met friends for dinner, you know, the night before. Oh, nice. So it was, it was really, really an enjoyable thing. And so very easy to sail out of. Cool. So... You mentioned two ports of call on the way down to the Panama Canal, Cabo and Puerto Vallarta. Did you get off the ship at either of those ports of call? Oh, yeah. And we had excursions booked for oh, both nice. of them. Okay. Um, those were the only two. We got off at all the ports. Yeah. You know, we were on the ship enough. That <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> you know, you, did want, you want to take advantage of it. Um, Cabo, and these were all... Most except for um, Cozumel, all new ports for us. Oh, okay. So yep. we took a sightseeing cruise in Cabo that was a lot of fun. Um, the, the big bonus of that was we actually got to see two humpback whales. Wow, really? And they said this was the earliest they've ever seen oh, them. Wow. Or normally they're not there that early in the season. It'd be a few weeks later. And the, you know, the, the leader of the... Uh, the, crew, the excursion sort of saw them and made sure, you know, we, he went out there to see them. And so we got to see him surface a couple of times and then fully go down with the tail up. Really so cool. that was, that was a lot of fun. And so, and then it was a combination of a sea and then a, you know, short bus tour around town. So it, it was, it was a really, it was a good one. It turned out to be a lot better than, especially for the price than, than yeah. most of the <laughs> excursions we've Oh, wow. What kind of, um, boat did were you on for that was it like a catamaran or was it like a no that one it was more of a traditional but it wasn't some kind of motor motorized boat and there were probably 40 or 50 of us on on the ship okay they were supposedly keeping a bubble intact and so once we left the ship we had to stay with the group and then we were you know we had to come back onto the ship before we wanted to go out and so many of the excursions were canceled because no cruises and people just had dropped out of it. And so there was a pretty limited number of options available at all the ports. So that's that's one one of the things I wanted to ask you about because I haven't I actually haven't spoken to a lot of people who have done port adventures since the restart. So was there anything? protocol wise that was different about kind of getting off the ship and then getting back on that you hadn't experienced on previous cruises? 
the only thing was, as I said, they required us to be with the group at all the time and then get back on. If we wanted to explore on our own, we had to go back on and then check back out, essentially. But you could get off the ship and do your own thing? Okay. Correct. Yeah. And just like if you wanted to in an excursion, get back, go in, go on. And I guess, you know, they, they wanted people feel like they were in a bubble, but they're really... There really was it. <laughs> yeah, know, sure. You... Yeah, yeah. Um, I I know of Cabo San Lucas. I know it's a you know it's a popular tourist destination. It's you know it's a lot of people go there. But just what's your what was your feeling of the port itself? You know, just not necessarily the port adventure that you went on, but just kind of the you know the the the. Uh, the scenery, the the town itself, the port. I mean, do you think it would be a good place to just kind of get off and explore? Uh, I, yeah, I think you could do it at that one fine. Um, it was a lot, yeah, it was definitely different and it's a lot newer as far as a, oh, okay. a uh, you know, resort destination. I think, you know, really in the last 20, 30 years is when it's uh, sure. grown up. But there's a lot of scuba diving, there's a lot of fishing in that area that they, they talked about, um, you know, it, they're clearly set up for, for tourists. It seemed perfectly safe and really, you know, and nice. And if we didn't have this booked, I would have had no problem walking around okay. there. And I think we've we, we had a good time. Good to know. So the next one was Puerto Vallarta. And you said you had a uh, port adventure scheduled for that one as well. Yeah. That one was that one. This one I've written down for the name of it because it was um, the Las Calietas Hideaway, and so we took a catamaran out to basically this private, or I don't know if it, you know, private beach mini resort area where they you know had you know water parks and stuff like that, oh, and wow. I wanted beach times, and you know we got a really good uh, you know a really good Mexican meal included in there, and. You know, the one fault of Dizzy Cruise Line is lack of good Mexican food. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, we got a a good, you know, there. And so for what we paid, it included, you know, the full use of the area, including basically all the food and uh, open bar and everything. Oh, wow. Okay. There, But, you know, we're not heavy drinkers. So it was, you know, I I had a very nice, you know, Kahlua, but... (laughs) And, and I think, you know, we had a margarita there and, and, it, and it had a decent beach. And it was it was really nice. They had a nice secluded cove with, you know, lots of hammocks and, you know, even including out oh, over wow. the water. And so you're able to, you know, it was there was really no other beach time I knew on, on this since sure. we didn't go to Castaway or anything right, else. Right, like that. Right. So that yep. was the great opportunity to get a little bit of beach time there. So we didn't get into the town at all on that one because okay. we took the catamaran out to that. It was about a 45-minute catamaran ride out. Gotcha. Nice. Okay. And it sounds like you would, but it sounds like you would recommend both of the port adventures that you did. Yeah. The the weird – the sort of interesting thing about that was they were – it was – the catamaran was basically a taxi. And they said, okay, we'll pick you up at such and such time. And they were – I don't know, I'm guessing a good half hour late and we were, everyone was looking like, uh, the ship's going to, <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we're not going to make it back when, you know, we're supposed to be on that. And I wasn't worried because it was booked through Disney. So I knew, and there were about 50 of us there. So that's a pretty good percentage of, <laughs> right, right. you know, the thing. So we actually, so we didn't get back till a good 15 minutes after 
we were supposed to, or maybe even more than that at the end of it. But they were all great at the uh, port. Say, oh, we were all waiting for you and all this. And we had uh, first seating for dinner. And so we got back, you know, a half hour after that did. And I was kind of kind of bummed. It was animators and we've been the night of the show. And, and, you know, we sort of talked about it and we said, okay, let's go down there and we'll see if they, they'll let us in, you know, and they were great. They said, I don't know if they were fooling us or not, but you know, they said, Oh yeah, we knew you were, you know, your that, that excursion was running late. Oh, wow. So no problem. And so, it, you know, it was really got reassuring to go yeah. through it. And that's like the first time I've ever you know, been like, oh, good thing this was a Disney booked excursion, right? Okay. <laughs> because they did wait for us. <laughs> exactly. That's what they always tell you that they'll they'll wait yeah. for you if you book through they, uh, through Disney. And they did. Good. Uh, that's funny. So I, it's kind of. Uh, I was surprised to hear you say you had two uh, ports of call and then four sea days before you even got to the canal. Like I just. If I'm just in my brain picturing, you know, the map, it doesn't seem like it would take you that long to get down there. So you had four sea days after, um, you know, your two days in port. Talk to me a little bit about how you you spent your days. I mean, you don't have to necessarily go kind of day by day and go through everything that you went through. But what did you do to kind of keep keep busy and, and pass the time on those four sea days? Well, those four, we did Palo dinner and brunch both. Nice. Okay. In there. And it was, was kind of the great opportunity to take, you know, for the whole cruise in general, uh, of these things like, oh, we want to do this, but we don't really have time to do it. So I always see at least one movie in the Buena Vista Theater. Mm-hmm. You know, ever since our first cruise was, you know, less than a year after Pirates of the Caribbean opened. And me and my son, you know, saw it for like the third time. But awesome. it was like, oh, we got to see Pirates of the Caribbean, in the, you know, in the Caribbean. And so, you know, during the whole cruise, I saw Black Widow there. Um, we saw Shang-Chi. Oh, nice. There one night at the Walt Disney Theater for, you know, the evening show, they did Jungle Cruise. Okay. So, you know, it was, we, we joked it was great to see Jungle Cruise on a cruise. On a cruise so yeah. we got the <laughs> ship moving underneath it for the full effect. Yep. And, you know, just... Uh, watching movies on Funnel Vision, as I said, I've never sat down and watched a complete movie on Funnel Vision, but I remember watching Tarzan and Hercules and Toy Story 4 and all that. So one of the very popular things going on that we only made to one of before we realized what it was is the Anyone Can Cook class. But they had like four of them, and they were just immensely popular. Yeah. And, you know, ours, we had two of the chefs from there showing, you know, we got a sample of some very good wine and oh, wow. we showed how they make their apple strudel. And yeah. Did you, is, was that one that you had to sign up for in advance? No, it was, you could just show up okay. in there. Um, you had to show up early because it filled up, but they were also showing it on the TV for people. Oh, where did they have they it? Wanted, they had that one at, um, was it the D lounge? Oh, Okay. I think so. Yeah, it wasn't it was in one of the, bigger... one of the restaurants. No, it was it okay. was it was yeah, in the D lounge. Yeah. Um, one thing they do on these longer cruises that we never got an opportunity before. One, this was our first cruise as gold. They have a gold and platinum event reception. Yep. And this one happened to be, uh, and that one was very full because most people on the cruise were gold or platinum, and. Um, we got to go down and see uh, 
they did Frozen, a scene from Frozen, one of the oh, cool. shows in the theater. But they did it where they first played it straight, and then they did it with the lights up, and where we could see basically all the backstage stuff going on, including the sound uh, of the you know stage managers yeah. giving all the instructions going on through the whole thing, and so you know, and then the, some of the tech crew available afterwards to, to talk. Oh, that's so that was cool. a unique experience for this particular, yeah, you know, for any of the longer ones right. they do. Right. And so got a little peek behind the curtain. So that that was a lot of fun. There were also lots of characters around. That's and I've oh, okay. you know I think I've heard that people say that for here you know you couldn't do it, but uh, you know you couldn't you know do get it right up next to them, but they were wandering around the deck. It seemed like constantly and were available there in, in the atrium, you know, pretty regularly if you wanted to do pictures with them, oh, okay. you know, with, with inside masks outside, you, you yep. didn't have to. Gotcha. And so that was kind of yeah. more so than we've ever seen before. One of the things that I think would be nice about a longer cruise and you sort of mentioned it at the very beginning is just that chance to, sort of relax and not have to worry about squeezing everything in. You know, there's a lot that, you know, you can do on a Disney cruise ship. And sometimes it feels a little overwhelming. Like I want to do this, 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 and this, and I have to go all the time and I'm busy all the time when really that's not what the cruise experience is for. I mean, it's, you want to relax a little bit. So I feel like uh, these long itineraries give you a chance to do everything that you want to do. You know, you can relax. You can take a full day just to lay on a lounge chair and watch movies, and then you can do activities on another day. So I think that would be a real benefit to to one of these longer cruises. Absolutely, yeah. We, there was many days just out by the pool yeah. and or, you know, on, on the veranda as well. Sure, so. yeah. Talk to me about the the dining um, experience, the main dining restaurants. So, you know, obviously you... It sounds like you did Paulo at least once um, for dinner, but did were there any? I assume they probably repeated menus a couple times. Is that fair to say? No, they had a unique menu each night. Really, but you kind of realized after a while it was just rebranding of a lot of things. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it wasn't quite like I, you know, back in college, you would say that the meat would be, you know, the main course on Monday, and a second course on Tuesday, and then it would be in sandwiches, and by Friday you would see it in the soup. <laughs> sure. So it wasn't quite that bad, but it it, uh, it, it seemed like. A lot of things just repackaged a little sure. bit, you know. We'll do a different side this time. That makes sense. And so, but you did say you you noticed that the food quality seemed to be, um, you know, high. Is that is that right? It, it really did, and we've heard that from a lot of people Same. on all the cruises that have gone up from Restart. But it, and we kind of talked to some of the you know cast members there. And it, a lot of it might be just because it's hotter and fresher because the waiters and the staff aren't cooking for as many people mm. on all the cruises. So I That's don't know point. if it really is better or not if once they start going back up to bigger capacities. Sure. Um, Cabanas I actually liked a lot more than in the past with its non-buffet really? thing where okay. you ask for things. Yeah. Um, seem to go for a little bit less waste and you would, you know, get what you want. You then, you know, rather than saying, Oh yeah, I want helping yourself to five servings, you know, when you realize like, 
yeah, I'll, I'll just take one. <laughs> <You know? laughs> when you actually have to voice it out loud to somebody. And, yeah. But no, I thought the food there was, at Cabana's was really good. And um, one thing at, you know, and I'm not, not trying to make this sound as a negative, but we sort of both noticed that as, especially by day 10, all the main dining room food is pretty rich. And especially, the, and so we, it was almost getting sick of it. Oh yeah. Okay. And so Just heavy meals. Yeah, and you know, like you know, the, the server going, "Oh, I'll bring you two desserts." Like, no, I really maybe just bring me a little ice cream at, at this point. And like, we did room service one night, and that was actually you know really really nice. And then you know, one day we were looking cabanas. My wife, you know, was just like, "I just want some chicken and rice," and so I asked for it, and they went and made it special and she goes like that's some of the best chicken i've ever had oh, wow. <laughs> you know? that's cool not counting the paulo the yes, chicken course. parm at paulo brunch but you know and <laughs> yeah. and paulo is even with their slight menu change still we really didn't notice any difference there and we oh. definitely prefer paulo on the smaller ships we've decided sure. awesome what about um stage shows so you i think you mentioned uh getting to one earlier how many of kind of the broadway style shows did they did they offer just Two, okay, and Frozen, which they did on the first night, and Disney Dreams on the final night. And normally, I think the Wonder does the Golden Mickey's as yeah. well, but that one isn't brought back. But so, if they're going to have two, those would be the two to gotcha. keep. Yeah, I and sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I I'm. It's sounding to me like the Golden Mickey's is is going to to go away, which I'm pretty bummed about because I was a I was a big fan of the show. Not a lot of people were, but I I happen to like that one a lot. But I it's I'm sad to I'm sad to think that it's it's probably it's probably uh, run its last its last show. You might be right, but I I, I enjoy it as well. So <laughs> yeah. you know, but I mean, if if you're going to keep two of yes. the three, agreed. Those were are the two. Those to are keep. the ones. Yep. What about so? You mentioned the two stage shows. Yeah. Uh, the um. Uh, Jungle Cruise in the Walt Disney Theater. So that's only three nights. What yeah. else did they do, you know, in the evenings uh, throughout the throughout the cruise? So a couple unique to the longer cruises that I guess they do on all these, both this and the transatlantic ones. One night they did a cabaret with the cast of the, the Broadway shows, essentially. Cool. And it was just them coming out. And singing, no sets, no costumes, and they would just do a selection of, you know, they it was forty five minutes to an hour long, of doing Disney songs, but not necessarily the ones that you hear over and over again, okay. but you know, all yeah. still recognized. I can't remember off the top. I mean, they did something for Bedknobs and Broomsticks oh, at, wow. at one point, and it was oh, like the, the best show. I mean, we, you know, for. Those of you that had or were had you know were in show choir in in high school, we said it was like a show choir on steroids, okay. and it just absolutely amazing. It was probably the best show I've ever seen on a Disney cruise wow. line of just them singing these songs. I said the only thing that maybe as far as entertainment from Disney that would be better would be the candlelight processional at Epcot. Oh my goodness! Wow. You know these you know top notch. Broadway yeah. singers all just singing. So that really, it really was a treat. It's like, huh. that, that was fantastic. That's amazing. Very so cool. that was one night. And then the other, another unique one for the longer cruises, they had a cast member talent show. Oh. Where basically anyone from the crew can do 
everything from it was a bunch of women from Thailand did dances. I think it was Thailand. I hope I got the country right. Uh, To lots of singing, some, you know, instrumental. And all actually really good because I think Disney attracts people interested in entertainment. And I mean, the uh, one of the lounge hosts sang New York, New York. And it was just fantastic. I mean, he was like, oh, he's hopefully going to be, you know, able to, you know, move on with that career. And so that was really good. Um, So those were the two unique ones on this. They had a troop of acrobats. Okay. And the other difference with this one, normally for these longer cruises, I guess they swap out normally midway through uh, the acts. But they were on for the entire Show we happened to have breakfast with two of them one day uh, for the acrobats, and one of them happened to be you know I'd spent a couple of summers in Colorado at the Renaissance Festival, you know, working there, and and so talking with with her, we maybe have some mutual friends in common, but you know, so they they were there for the entire time, and so they, they were good. We saw them. I think they had a comedian, but we didn't make it to any of his. Okay performances so they they had something and then in the in the walt disney theater every night okay nice oh i when you were started talking about that that cabaret i i feel like i have heard somebody say something about that before and basically had you know had the same thing to say that it was just an amazing amazing experience so you know good reason to do a, a long cruise for sure if 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 for nothing else yeah or if they could somehow get that on even you know a seven night right. oh my goodness it, that sounds it, amazing it really was was was, yeah. was great cool so i want to talk about the the canal a little bit so have you been uh, have you been on an alaska cruise with disney no, okay. I haven't. So, so this was our when, first unique one. Gotcha. When when you go when you sail to Alaska, they bring a a local Alaska kind of nature expert on board, and they do these like presentations and show you like the different wildlife you can see and and talk about the ports that you're going to visit and all that stuff, and you know give you some of the history. Did they have any anything like that just for specifically for the Panama Canal where they you know you just Learning maybe about the history of the canal or how it works or anything like that that you noticed? Normally they do. Oh, and, okay. you know, I'd heard from the, the crews who they talk about that as, you know, really good and you want to attend all these yeah. classes. But because this one was so much in doubt. Got it. They didn't have anyone. And luckily we watched on the History Channel right before we went a, you know, a special on the Panama Canal, to, which which glad we did just to, to learn a little bit about it. And Going through it, they did have uh, a little bit of stuff being announced over it, but a lot of it I got from uh, fellow passengers that sure. had been okay. on the, the canal previously. Yeah. So, okay. you know, to hear but it was so it was. Yeah, normally they do have stuff like this, but uh, there were a lot of things that, you know, because this one was such a doubt, yeah. didn't happen, uh, yeah. including lack of merchandise. Right. Uh, yes. Yes. You know, all they had was a Panama Canal T-shirt, which we bought. They had no hats or oh, special yeah. pins, and they and they basically they said, "Yeah, we they, nothing was ordered or anything Makes in sense, advance, yeah. just because." Yeah, because there's so so much uncertainty yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, that's too bad because those those presentations are very interesting, and anytime those are offered, um, I would certainly recommend going to going you know attending those because they're very informational and r- really interesting. Um, so just 
kind of give me your thoughts on the uh you know progression progressing through the panama canal i mean it, it just it's, it seems so cool to me because so the first locks you come to i don't remember the names of the two locks um but you know you come to the first one to sort of enter the canal so what is just talk to me kind of yeah your thoughts on it, that it really, we didn't know what to expect either, kind of, you know, your whole things. And now to describe it to someone that's ever been through is like so hard because it really was such a memorable, something that I know I'll remember forever. Really? It was just like the most amazing day, both the combination of engineering as well as the beauty of going through the jungle. So you approach, you know, you wake up, you know, we set the alarm early, you know, uh, you know the only day that we did that. Um, and you wake up and you see Panama City there, and you know, so, you know, especially after uh, you know, four sea days to suddenly <laughs> <laughs> right. see an entire city outside the you know the the window. Um, and I guess with especially in the times we live in, the number of ships was way down on than usual, so it was a lot faster than normally. So you approach, and I can't remember off the top of my head the names of the two locks either. But they both have three Bobley, different chambers. I think is one of them. Yeah, uh, they yeah. both have three chambers that you go in, and you know you wait your turn. The passenger ships pay more, so they have a higher priority. Um, and we went through the newer locks, which are a little bit bigger, so we weren't going up against the edge. And so you just basically go into each of these chambers, and when you're going in, you get raised up, and then you go. And it, it takes each one. I don't know how long. It, uh, you know. 10 minutes or so for each chamber. Okay. And, you know, you sort of, you see like the, there's a big cargo ship in front of us. And so, you know, we got to see it higher than us. Oh, <laughs> then, so you know, cool. They would go through the next thing. And then you go through this 50, I think it's a total of 50 miles. And, you know, basically this long lake in the middle of the jungle. And, you know, I thought there were ships everywhere because used to on a cruise, you really, you see ships in the distance and only when you get into a port are you kind of close, but then, you know, here you got ships passing you the other way, these big cargo ships, you know, everywhere. But, you know, the people that had done it before was like, oh, there was hardly anything there. Really? And it, it really, you know, just the beauty and you just see, you know, these old, old buildings around it. And then um, the mountains dug out because they, you know, dug down to you know, like, uh, you know, a hundred, you know, you know, 80 feet or something yeah, of mountains yeah. taken away. So the mountains are all dug out around you, but at this point all grown over. So it was really beautiful. Um, maybe we should have brought binoculars because there some people had them and, you know, you can see some animals out there, I guess, okay. but, you know, oh, but wow. it, it really, you know, now looking back, it's like, well, why didn't we spend a day, you know, going through part of the time on our, you know, on our veranda to get a eye view? But you just were mesmerized at the front of the ship, and it, it was packed. And um, the other noteworthy thing is the crew area, you know, is at the the front with their pool. And normally you see maybe one or two there at any time, but especially going through the locks themselves, they were full because the crew members obviously enjoyed. Want to see it as well, even wow. though they had done it. So it, it was, and then you you get to the end, and we were, I mean, said that we were initially. They said, "Oh yeah, we'll be getting out like you know five or so in the afternoon," and I I think we were out around three or so, oh, wow. just because they were able to get us through 
through there, and then you go through the other set of locks down to get into the Pacific Ocean and three down, and um, you know, it's it sort of said, oh, like yeah, you go through the canal, and so, but to actually experience it was was something really, really special. Nice. It was really one of far the best day. Are you um? Are you moving pretty slowly through the canal? I mean, it just sort of a, a cruising speed. Yeah, it, it certainly wasn't. Yeah, going fast or anything like that. Cool. And one of the best experiences of as we were leaving the canal, we were in the front of the ship, and you're looking down on the crew area just to you know do the whole thing. And we saw one of the crew members holding this handmade sign and jumping up and down, waving. And we all looked over to the shore, and we could see a van there with a big group of people holding a flag, jumping up and down and waving. It was just, oh my god, that's got to be her family. And then we happened to run into her ten minutes later, no so kind of say, and we said. Was that, you know, was that your way to your family? And she goes, oh, I'm still so excited and shaking that they drove down what? just wow. because, you know, and so was her chance to see, you know, that's all they could do was oh just wave goodness. at each that other as cool. they were yeah. leaving the canal. It was just so awesome. Very cool. Do you have any pictures of kind of the, the landscape as you're going through through the canal? Yeah. yeah. And in fact, we even bought, they, they filmed it from the bridge. Oh, and you know, we we ended up buying because they did basically condensed it down oh, wow, to you know cool. a two and a half minute yeah. video of going through. So yeah, we I you oh, know wow. everyone has lots of pictures from yeah from that because I've it, I've always been curious what the landscape is like, uh you know on the on the shorelines through the canal. It's um, pretty mountainous. Yeah, really and, interesting. And you know that they've dug down and jungle, okay. so it's all trees wow. and yeah that's just not what i was picturing so yeah i'd love to see some uh yeah, some yeah of those well definitely awesome very cool so um so that's great I, thanks for uh all that information one of the ports that is always so interesting to me on this one is is cartagena because you, it, this is the only cruise that you can visit colombia on um did you get off the ship there first of all and did. did you just kind of have the chance to explore the area? What was it like? We we did, and the, the number of excursions was really limited, so yeah. we didn't book anything. And you know, normally we we do that for a bunch of them. It's it's a lot. The city itself is beautiful, and we left when we left there at night. The we we left at night, and I think someone was late in getting back to the ship or something. So we might have left later, but it really turned into a magical leaving. You know, the city, city was all lit up. Um, it was kind of limited at the port. So we got off and they had a area with like a, a zoo or very basic, you know, birds and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And some shopping. The duty-free area was closed because we were, I think, the first passenger cruise ship there in mm. a year and I'm a sure, half. Yeah. So um, there was nothing there. People that had done excursions, we heard kind of mixed things about. Um, some people did actually venture out more on their own uh, and reported no problems. And people that were, you know, did some excursions saying, like, you know, it, it's, you, you see kind of the rougher side as well, sure. you know, that there's certainly some poverty in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it, the city, it's, it's also hot. Sure. <laughs> so we didn't want to, <laughs> yep. you know, go around um but the city was beautiful and you basically the port is in a pretty industrial area okay yep and so it's you're looking out at all the containers 
going in there, which was kind of interesting to see, but not really conducive to saying, oh, yeah, let's go out and explore some. Gotcha. But, uh, okay. No, that's so. helpful. That's uh, like I said. It's one of those. It's one of those ports that stands out to you with you know if you're just looking at the the itinerary because you you can't get it on any other cruise. So um, was curious about that one. One of the things you mentioned to me that I was actually pretty excited about. Normally I'm I wouldn't be in other circumstances, but the fact that you know it's it's been gone for so long. I you know I've had a chance to miss it. You said you got to experience a full kind of normal pirates in the Caribbean party, like, you know, the way they used to have them. Yeah. It, I mean, we were kind of, you know, hearing reports of like, oh, there's a little fireworks show and, you know, they had, uh, you know. Well, because they, they, said, they have changed the fireworks show on, you know, on the other cruises. It's it's not a pirates in the Caribbean party anymore. It's, I forget what the show was called, but yeah, it's, it's like this short fireworks show that's set to, you know, just popular Disney songs. So I was happy to hear that you got to experience the, you know, the pirates in the Caribbean. Yeah. I, the only thing I try to remember is this didn't Mickey swing down on he, the wire. He used he, to, he, he used to kind of zip line across. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do that on, okay. on this one, but it was a full pirate and, you know, they advertised it as a pirate night yep. and the party. Cool. Um, and which was nice because, you know, this past year we actually said, well, we've done enough cruises now and, you know, probably we'll do more. So we we invested in, you know, you know, something to wear for Pirate Night. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and so, you know, we were excited to, to be in you know, the Facebook you know group before said, well, you know, we're going to be doing Pirate Night whether they like it or not. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we you know, picked out, but you know, the cast members were all and so they were all the other thing that came back. And unfortunately, I didn't get to experience. Experience it just because of the way boarding all went. Is they did actually have a sail wave party, and I didn't think they were doing that at all. Oh wow! But well, they you know, had sure yeah. They I saw it on the itineraries we were boarding. You know, we kind of got you know going through all the protocols oh, wow, and yeah. everything. We got on late, and because especially because they'd been sitting in dock for a day, our rooms were ready right away. Mm-hmm. And so we were unpacking for two weeks. So uh, right. that, and you know, I was like, "Oh, they, that's that's." I didn't think they were having. So they did have a sail wave party, and then they also had a second fireworks show in the second week. That was Christmas. Really, and that was more of a shorter one with okay. just Disney music. Yeah, but you know, red and green fireworks and you know, gold and silver. You know, okay. and. You know, Santa Claus narrating a little bit, but yeah. you know, no real show. But they they did have the full parts in the Caribbean. Oh wow! Okay, party. Interesting. So we're we're happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, random question that I had as I, I was talking to someone else earlier uh, earlier today. You know how at the end of the cruise they put the little uh, envelopes in your room for the the tips. For mm-hmm. you know your main servers or, yep. or your servers and your your stateroom host, do they do do they still do that or is has yeah. that gone? Okay, so they did give you the the little envelopes. Okay, so yeah, that that hasn't changed yeah. as far as the only thing that really changing on bordering is you know no mustard drill. Yep, thank goodness. And then you get your key at you know is in the door. Yep, you know there rather than them handing it to you, but you know you've still. I was kind of worried that, you know, they wouldn't have lanyards or something like that. It's like, it's our first gold cruise. We want the gold <laughs> lanyard. Right. But, uh, you know, but they, they had all that good, there. Good. And then all the end of cruise stuff was still the same as it's ever been. 
Got it. Okay. And did you, so did you pack for 14 nights or did you pack for maybe seven nights and kind of plan to do some laundry on board? My wife says we're on vacation. I'm not doing laundry. <laughs> she says if, if I want to do it, that's fine. And so we, we packed. And a lot of the fun experience we've learned over the last few years for us is you have planning. And so we, you know, plan our outfits kind of together or yeah. she tells me what to wear. And <laughs> and so no, we, we were packed for 14 nights and we didn't we, we did bring laundry stuff just in sure. case. Gotcha. Um, but we didn't use it, and you know, we, the, the laundry was right down the hall from uh, where our room was, so okay. we could have easily used it. And... Yeah, gotcha. Well, awesome. Well, so I guess I mean, it sounds like you had a great experience. We've you know, we've we've talked a little bit before um, before tonight, but just tell us your overall thoughts on you know your first cruise back after you know after the shutdown, and how did you uh, how did you enjoy it? It was, yeah, I mean, obviously the way I've talked, it, it, it was definitely our favorite cruise ever oh, and nice. the uniqueness of it. And, you know, once it was announced was going to happen and, you know, talking to people, it's like, yes, we're going to be on the first and probably only Disney cruise with no kids under, you know, right under 12 on the ship. So it was, we knew going into it was going to be a unique experience and it, it and especially with the, the, how few people were on it. Um, the crew was great. And that, that was the other thing with the longer thing is you really got to know the yeah, cast members yeah. even better and, you know, some great conversations, you know, just so often it seems like at the end of the week, it's like, Oh, I'm just getting to know these people. And now we're leaving and, you know, <laughs> right. you know, to, to find them out. And, you know, as I said, it was one of those that like, okay, you know, we had done a couple of cruises right before this one in recent years. It's like, well, we cruised out and then have, you know, this one being, you know, having to wait two years for this one right. was, you know, like, okay, now we're excited to do the next one again. Awesome. And it, it was, it was, it was great. And I mean, you know, the, the total uniqueness of it, I, I don't know if it'll ever be topped is, the, is, you know, my only concern now is like, <laughs> we're spoiled by this yep. one, you know, particular right. case. Yeah. Yep. You got to do an Alaska one. That one, those ones, uh, in just in terms of uniqueness, it's that yeah. it's it's one of those ones where yeah, you feel like hey, this is this is special. You know, this is something special. So um, certainly something else to look forward to. So Tim, this was this was great. I I really appreciate your time and and going through all of this. I I had a lot of fun talking about it. I have always been very curious about the Panama Canal cruise and I've never really spoken to anybody kind of in detail like this about it. So this was really helpful. So thank you for coming on. I, I really appreciate you doing this. Oh, my pleasure. It was, I mean, well, I'll talk about this one for the rest of my life. I have, <laughs> I have a feeling just, yeah. Yeah, what is it being on the on a ship for fourteen nights? You know, people are like, yeah, oh, right. really? God, would that be? It's like, no, it was it was wonderful. Awesome. And well, I I'm really glad that you had a great time, and I'm glad that you were able to do it. I mean, you know, I I know I know how excited you and uh, and Shireen were, so uh, I'm glad that you got to experience this. So uh, again, thank you, and uh, I'll I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, great, thanks. All right, Tim. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. 
I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, 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 oh,